A Papua New Guinean academic based in Australia says a no-vote outcome in the voice referendum on Saturday will be a setback for Australia's country-to-country and people-to-people relations in the Pacific. In a nutshell, the government is asking the Australian people whether they agree to recognising the first peoples of Australia in the constitution by establishing an Indigenous voice to Parliament. Some Pacific leaders have voiced a keen interest in the outcome of the vote, saying it would have an impact on how Australia is viewed as a country in the region. The University of Canberra's Dr. Mount Karma is a practising lawyer and assistant professor at the Faculty of Business, Government and Law. He spoke with Kuroi Hawkins, who began by asking where the Pacific's interest in Australia's referendum stems from. So the Pacific interest in the referendum stems from the historic, cultural, human relationships that has already uh, has been established between the Pacific people and the indigenous people of Australia. Prior to the modern state, when uh, colonialism came onto their lands, both Pacific and Australia's First Nation people were colonised. And Pacific became decolonised, became independent. And their voices were given space. They became represented in their governments and the decision-making. Whereas when they look to their neighbour, the First Nations of Australia, they didn't have the representation that the Pacific people had. So there was always this interest in the, in the affairs of Australia and how they treat those First Nations People. Now, um, we've had a few Pacific leaders speak up on this on this issue um, and sort of tying it to the way Australia is seen on the international stage, but more so regionally. What are those comments and and where do where do they sort of fit into this whole picture? Those Pacific leaders that spoke about it, I think did a, did a good thing in letting Australia know that Pacific is not quietly watching, but Pacific is interested and they are leaders who are standing up to talk about it. I think what it portrays, although those those leaders were only a few of them, it should remind Australia that what is happening now for its own Indigenous people will have a reflection of how Pacific view the Australian society and how they respond or treat or respect the First Nations among them. And I think for Australia, this, uh, this, this really means that its uh, position within the region Region is not separate to the Pacific, and so the, the people in, in Australia need to make a decision that can ensure that Australia's respect is maintained and that Australia is seen as a society that embraces and gives the opportunity and the forum to its First Nation, because treating them right here would send a message that they can also be treating the Pacific right. The um, latest poll out on the, the possibility. Mm is showing that a, a no vote is more likely than a yes vote at this point in time. Mm. Um, if that ends up being the outcome of the, of the referendum, what, what is it that Pacific leaders are, I guess, on the other side of saying that it would be good for Australian international relations to have a yes vote? What is, what is the alternate to that in the event of a no vote? It will be, I think, a setback in the way... Australian society uh, is viewed as as uh, treating its indigenous people, especially in this in this in this day and age. There is a movement towards uh, elevating and hearing out and giving prominence to vulnerable groups, but also minorities. Uh, and indigenous people have been part of that. So Australia's a no vote would be a step back in that direction. 
of uh, human and essentially emancipation journey that we have seen around the world. Yeah, so as for, as for, as for Pacific, while the result will not have any major impact on the existing relationship as we have it now, what it will project to the, to the people at a more grassroots level is that Australians have decided not to give prominence uh, to Indigenous people, people that look like them, that live in Australia. Um, so that, in some ways, would uh, make people on the ground have two minds about dealing and talking and sort of relating to Australia, knowing that their own Indigenous family uh, are not treated in the way that they would expect. So I'm not sure how this would play out practically, but that, that perception for any Australian dealing in the, in the region, that's a perception that they will have to encounter. Um, for Pacific Islanders sort of trying to understand the discussion, are you able to break down for our listeners just what is the referendum actually about? Okay, so the referendum, Australia, in order to change the constitution, unlike many other Pacific countries, only Fiji, in fact, has some aspect of referendum in their constitution, whereas all the other Pacific countries, in order to change the constitution, to bring something into the constitution or to amend it, only the parliament decides on it with specific way of going about voting. Whereas in Australia, any change to the constitution is by referendum, meaning the people, the 26 or 29 million people of Australia will have to vote, who are eligible of voting, will have to vote on that. Now, there is a framework on how that voting would happen, but essentially the changing of the constitution must go back to the people to vote on whether or not that change should happen. The voice referendum is a proposed constitutional amendment that is brought by this government, the Labour government, in order to, uh, or that seeks to create a special body called the voice that deals with indigenous, the Aboriginal, the Torres Strait Islander people, the First Nations, as they, as they call it here in Australia. Those people that were in Australia before the settler colonialists came onto the land. And so the voice is meant to give them, these people, a greater say in the affairs that govern them. Rather than leaving it to parliament, uh, this voice would be a body of people that would also contribute directly to parliament and influence the policy decisions concerning. Previously, that hasn't happened. Previously, there's commissions being created, but those commissions were subject to ministers of government. They were under the control of the government who are mainly or has always been white Australians. So the voice of the indigenous people hasn't really gone directly to parliament. So this voice is now saying, or is now wanting to create a direct voice to parliament. So that amendment now is to the people to decide, which will be the voting Saturday. And the voting will decide whether the Australian people would accept the amendment, creating a body that will give that will carry the grievances and uh, thoughts and feelings of the indigenous people directly to parliament or to deny that body and remain as it is, where their voices are carried by ministers. Often then, that, that doesn't happen. So that's essentially what voice voice is. Balkama, thank you too much for time, Blue. Um, Barava, good too much for story and for giving what insights, Blue and wisdom, Blue. Thank you too much. Thank you, Wanto. Uh, thank you, Lokolto. Now you play uh, 
Reuters reported that according to the final poll by YouGov published on Thursday, those opposed to the proposal lead the Yes camp by 56% to 38%. Some 6% of those polled were undecided. YouGov polled 1,519 voters for the survey.